Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to the Froth, a place to let your brain slip into something more comfortable, a spa break for the mind. Are you sitting frothily? Then we'll begin. I'm comedian husband, Rod Gilbert. I'm comedy writer wife, Shan Harris. That's Rosie, a dog. This is the froth. Yesterday's non-news today. Be warned, there is some occasional fruity language and content. The headlines this week. Doctors flush out woman's ear and find buried treasure. Well, a little too. Shop tells customers to stop paying with sweaty cash stored in their bras. Ooh, sweaty cash. Rod's friend gets run over three times in the exact same spot. The exact same spot. Sean smashes her vag on a bathtub. <laughs> yeah, stop talking about it. It's horrible. You brought it up. Yeah, I know, but, you know. <laughs> that was for comedy. Comedian Felicity Ward breaks her arm three times in the exact same spot. The exact same spot. And those are the headlines. Hey, thank you so much for doing this, Phyllis. Where, where, yeah, where are you in the, in the world? I mean, I can see that you are in uh, some kind of room. It looks very organised behind you. You've got very. labels, yeah, I am a post-its. Room. Have you got post-its on things? I have post-its. Um, because of lockdown, we had to get... My husband had to work from home, so we have a, we have a proper fancy standing desk in our bedroom, nice. which is absolutely ideal, having a workplace in your bedroom. <laughs> um, and then this is the lounge room table. And so this is my office, uh-huh. and that is a pair, of, a set of drawers, and they are photos of my friends and kids, <laughs> and they're things that I should have done during lockdown. What should you have done? We can't, we can't see the say? detail. What, what do they say? These po- Sean is basically trying to find a kindred spirit who puts post-it notes everywhere. I put post-it notes on everything. So fucking annoying. Every yeah. wall of our but house. Like to remind me to have self-esteem. Yeah, yeah. It's, th- it's things like you're okay. Hey, just if you haven't picked any up this morning while you're at the shops. <laughs> Just grab some self-esteem. Can you get me some love? Yes. Oh, they run out everywhere. These are about a panel show idea that I had. Yeah. And things that I should have done to develop it. And that's to remind me to ask my Australian manager to send over the pitch panel document 
and I did write that four months ago. I, I was going to say, because that, that format doesn't look that extensive if it's on one post-it. <laughs> I mean, one, how dare you? Yeah. Um, Simple ideas are the it's best, actually Barry. a very complex idea. Yeah, but the best ones, exactly. Thank you. The back best ones pack. are the ones you can boil down into one little tiny post-it next to your friends. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think that I need self-esteem when I have rod and charm. You don't. You're so positive about exactly. that. Really. Exactly. Yeah, that. the best dark is so defensive. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. The best idea is the simplest ones. I do it's worry, true. though, that if somebody f- wanted to, and we can't see it because our internet's too shit, we're in Wales, but if somebody <laughs> with good internet might be able to see what's in on that poster <laughs> and steal your simple idea. Oh, well, it doesn't make any sense what I've written down, don't worry. Oh, really? So you've boiled it down. <laughs> This one says... You boiled it down so much, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. He says, what do they win? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. I don't even know what I've written. This says, what do they win? Points? Sale of the century? (laughs) Absolutely no idea. I'll tell you what. (laughs) Absolutely not. So this is your new game show idea in post-it form around the house. And what do they win? Question mark. And so far, your your imagination has taken you to points. Yeah, they win points because I'm a thinker. I'm a dreamer. Yeah. There's no such thing as a bad idea at this stage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've got to think outside the box these days. People don't want same old, same old. You wait till that the execs hear that. You points. got to start somewhere, Rod. Okay, you can't you can't grow a tree without a seed. No, okay, that is, so that is true. 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 You uh, you leave that up there to be watered. At some <laughs> later date. <laughs> Need that seed. Hey, so where are you? So you're in a room. I'm in my lounge room in London. Printer behind me makes me look like I'm very sensible and do, I'll do a lot of things. I don't. It's 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 very dusty. Does it yeah. work? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of new, actually. But that's such a success. Yes. I mean, to have a working printer is you're already in the 1%. Yeah. Printers are the f- bane of our life. Oh, my God. I've thrown three printers down the stairs. Oh. I've actually contemplated paying a man to write whatever I say to, out longhand and yeah. it would be easier and more efficient Cheaper. than getting a printer. Cheaper, Cheaper than getting less stressful. The, yeah. I hate printers. If you've got a working one, stick that on the end post yeah. it as a prize, I would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving this away, mate. This yeah. is such a good going. idea for a prize. A working printer. <laughs> I assumed, you see, that you were in Australia. Yeah, everyone does. Yeah. I've lived here for eight years yeah. and not once has someone goes, you live here, don't you? Yeah. They go, are you are you living here now? <laughs> like I have a, I mean, I have a son. I have a British son. I have a British husband. Yeah. I have been here since 2013. Right. I'm not immigration, don't worry. <laughs> um, to be fair, I'm applying for a mortgage at the moment and I just got an email back. So they needed a copy of my visa, which is in my passport, which I sent off to the DVLA because apparently that's the only way you can get a license in this country as an immigrant is to send your only (laughs) document of identification to a shop in Wales where they have uh, limited numbers of staff. It's a big office in Swansea. It is a shop. It's not. Well, it's an eyesore. No, it's someone's back. It's someone's a shop. It provides a, a service. It's a, a granny flat. Yeah. It's a butcher's out the front. Yeah. Butcher's out the front, and they go through. You go through. Yeah, yeah. Go through those little beads hanging down. It's the DVLA out the back. You go through the little plastic. Curtain. Hey, now then, we got. You know the. I don't know if you know the format to this, but I'll run you through it, uh, Fliss. The it's format to this is me and Sean. We're here. You're there. Barry's there. That's the that's the basic geography of the show. And then got it. And then I'm going to read out three frothy stories, stories that will all waste your time. At the end of it, you decide which one has wasted your time the most. (laughs) 
Now then. Come on. Come on now. Here's your first frothy story. Here it yeah. comes. It's shit, this one. It's really shit. Okay. <laughs> it's really <laughs> shit. They're, I mean, they're often... I mean, I say it myself. They're often shit. They're usually... They're all shit. Sometimes there's a mild interest in them, but this one's really shit. I mean, the, the story itself is just rubbish. It doesn't even read amusingly. Okay. It's crap. Okay. Right? Are you I'm glad we're starting you off ready? with this one. Exactly. Let's <laughs> Start with your best. We're starting off with it because it reminded me of some stuff. Okay. Which uh, I think might be amusing. That's why. Right. Doctors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Doctors flush out woman's ear. It's one of these. It's one of these stories. Right. <laughs> There's only seven <laughs> stories in the world. This is one of them. Is this in the book? One of the heroes. Yeah. Stories. Is this yeah. in the Robert? Is it Robert McKay? What's his name? Robert yeah. McKee. Robert McKee, the guy who wrote story. Yeah. The, is this uh, is this in number one? This is it. Yeah. This is in one of them. Yeah. The quest. In the newspapers, there's always one of these stories. <laughs> Doctors flush out woman's ear after complaint and find objects from decades ago. Right. Here we go. Mm. The thing is, one of the things I don't know about this story, it says a woman who had grommets in her ears as a child complained to her doctor about a cold and sinus infection only to find a tube was still stuck in her ear from 22 years ago. That's it. That is essentially the story. But I don't know what grommets are. I mean, I could have Googled it, I suppose. Not the animation. Not the animation. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you've come to me. I am a doctor. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I thought you got kids, right? Yes, I got one. one. Has has your child ever had anything stuck? No, weirdly. How, how old is your child now, Felicity? Are you are you are you allowed to talk about your child? Yeah, I think so. He'll be he'll be two in a month. Aww. All right. So I, uh, he's nearly two. I don't know how that's happened. I mean, probably <laughs> yeah. through the passage of time, yeah. must, as it usually must does be. with most people. Must be. Um, he's not at the age, I don't think, where they stick things up their nose. Although I don't know how young it starts. As I said, this is the first I've ever uh, had a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, he does put everything in his mouth. Oh, really? I, yeah. The closest I can think is when I was younger, I used to watch a lot of cartoons and I used to see that um, cartoons would sniff pepper <laughs> and then they would sneeze a lot and I loved sneezing. <laughs> and so I stuck white pepper <gasps> up my nose and it just burnt. Oh, it just burnt God. a lot. I did it, I did it once with, 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 um, with black powdery black pepper. When I, I can't remember exactly where I was at my nan's house when I did it. It hurt. Yep. Oh. It hurts. You don't sneeze, do you? Cry. Why were you doing it, Why Barry? Why were you doing it, Barry? And I love <laughs> sneeze. I, why did you do it? To try and sneeze. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big sneeze. fan of the sneeze. No, nothing more what? disappointing to me than, than about to sneeze and it goes. I, I, it, Isn't I'm that furious. weird? It's, that that is weird ruined. that you both wanted to sneeze so much that you inhaled pepper. I mean, that is, yeah. I mean, weirdly, yeah. weirdly, you're not going to believe this now when I say this, but I don't sneeze. <laughs> what? I don't sneeze. What do you mean? No. Here, what are you talking I, about? I will show you how I sneeze. I'm, this is not a sneeze. I'm recreating the magic for you now. Here we go. This is me sneezing. We could get some black okay. pepper from Hang on. Wait, no, die. I'm getting into sneeze character. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. That is his sneeze. Thank you sneeze. very much. Thank you very much. That is your that sneeze. That's my sneeze. Do you want to see it again? Oh, that's, a, that's a big disappointment. So yeah, you're, the actor's studio. Why are you denying yourself? Out. Why are you denying yourself that pleasure? I don't let it out. Exactly. I, I, ref- I don't let them out. I don't know why. Why? Don't know why. Nobody I've ever known has ever done it. That's I, repression. I'm the only person I know, but I don't let them out. And somebody told me once that a sneeze comes out at 180,000 miles an hour. You keeping it in is really dangerous. Like your brain could just blow up or something. But I've been doing it. Imagine Fuck how up. much smarter you could have been. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I think about that all the time. <laughs> but, 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 I, 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 
I bet you rarely have your ears blocked, though, as a result. Ah. I bet that's blowing any, any cobwebs out of those Actually, ears. Actually, no, I suffer with terrible blocked ears. Every time you just... Maybe you should <laughs> sneeze. I suffer with terrible blocked ears. <laughs> Literally. I, You've yeah. probably got snot in there. It's just a big blood. sneeze. Honestly, if I posted Sean sneeze on the internet, fuck that panda. Honestly, <laughs> Sean would be on 36 billion views by lunchtime. How do you sneeze, Sean? It's like... There's a big it's one, weird, but it's man. chopped into tiny little pieces like sushi. And it's like... Oh, I love that. Like that. Yeah, that that's it. Honestly, do that again. And then we, let's make this go viral. <laughs> yep, see? Never mind that panda, sneezing panda. It's really it's weird. Really Isn't it weird, weird how we all develop our own sneeze techniques? I, my friend Tim, uh, uh, who you've met before, yeah. he, he sneezes, he's, I used to live with him, and he sneezes every single time. He does six in a row every time. <laughs> and they're real like, and they're all like, ah, I wonder why we every all have time. different what is it? Is Tim married? <laughs> no, divorced because of the sneeze. I would say. Do you know what? I thought of it recently. I had to be up really early and I was staying in a hotel and it was one of those ones where I was supposed to be up at like half five or quarter past five and I wasn't sure how long I'd slept for at this point. And then I heard um, bells go of a of a church. <laughs> And I counted them and I was like, F- I've got to get up in like five, ten minutes. And it reminded me of being woken up from the other room from Tim sneezing <laughs> and hearing them and going, well, there's another four of these coming there. You've got PTS sneeze. <laughs> PTS sneeze. <laughs> now then, see, what, what a grommets, Barry. Can you Google it? It's bits in your ears, isn't it? It's like these things. They're little things that you put in your ears when they get blocked when you're a kid. Are they things that you put in your ears? Are they things that you get in your ears, grommets? Are they like a condition you get in your ears? Or are they things you you get them put in your ears? You get them put in your ears, right? I thought they were bits that they took out because I thought they were a bit like tonsils, I thought, grommets. And they were pointless, but they... You can take them out if yeah. they're a problem or something. I don't that's know. what I thought, darling. I thought they were like <laughs> darling. I thought they were like your spleen. Uh, it's a small tube that's placed in your ah. child's ear during surgery. Ah. It drains fluid away and keeps the eardrum uh, open. Right. The grommet uh, should fall out naturally within six to twelve months. Your child's ear gets better. Right. So a woman, it says, a woman asked her doctor <laughs> to flush out her ears after a hearing complaint and was shocked when they discovered she'd had an object lodged in there for the past twenty-two years. So the tube comes out. It comes out. It was covered in earwax. It says. Uh, so I thought childhood injuries. Okay. Because I, I've got a really weird memory, right, that I want help with. This made me instantly think of this. <laughs> My mother used to make um, homemade ginger beer. Did she? And lemonade and stuff like that, yeah. Okay. And I think that one of the parts of that process was that she would have a big bowl of boiling water and the ginger roots, the ginger yeah. bl- lumps, yeah. clumps... <laughs> Of ginger would be in that boiling water. Yeah. Now, I'm not sure if you do do that with making ginger beer. I've never made it. But that's my memory of it. And my memory is of getting up on a stool, getting onto the kitchen unit, oh my God. falling into that boiling water. So like a like floating in it like a bathtub. Oh, God. Like a bubbling, boiling baby bobbin apple. Right. <laughs> and looking out and seeing my mother hanging, washing out or taking washing in from the line, one God. of those circular, one of those uh, hurdy-gurdy washing line thingies, yeah, roundabouty yeah, yeah. things. 
That's my memory. Now, right. is that possible? You sounded, like, you sounded like Dylan Thomas then for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> the alliteration was beautiful. Yeah, it was like, it was like Dylan Thomas the was in the house. The baby bubble apple in the Bible black. <laughs> it's the ball of my breath, a bump on a snow. I got the bubbles jump out. Um, yeah, so you don't think it's possible? I, well, is it true? Can it be well, true would you that be I dead? was bobbling, like a bobbing, bobbing apple in a bowl of boiling water? In a bowl of boiling water with your mother, with the hurly-gurly. Yeah, with my mother with the hurly-gurly. Was it boiling? Yeah. My memory of it is lying in a big think, bowl of boiling be, water. I is think that, you'd have died. What is that memory about then? No, you'd be I more think, disfigured. Yeah, you'd, be, you'd have... And then I remember being in hospital wrapped oh, in God. swaddling clothes. So it did happen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> towel. Oh. Wrapped in like a towel and stuff like that. But I've never happen. talked about it with my family. Ask your sister. <laughs> I'll ask my sister. I don't know why I'm asking you, I don't know why I'm asking you Felicity. Ask your <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why yeah. I'm asking you three fucking idiots. God. I'll ask my sister. Can I say that I'm still um, angry as a comedian that I said PTS sneeze and not PTSD, post-traumatic sneeze disorder? Do you know what? I'm still thinking about Do you know what's, it, you know what's interesting is that I thought, after you said it, I thought to say post-traumatic sneeze disorder and I, I didn't. I didn't because I thought that will seem like... Look at us. That will seem like now I'm trying to top your PTS sneeze. Did you write it down? I didn't write it down. I don't carry a pen. But <laughs> it did, it did cross my mind, right right mind as well. But, yeah, Charlotte, um, it crossed your mind as well. No, I'm not. It did cross my... <laughs> oh my God, look. Show your workings out. Have you got PTSD about the whole PTSD sneeze? <laughs> You're both traumatic. It's so I've got pen traumatic stress oh, disorder. Pen traumatic sneeze disorder. This is incredible. <laughs> Sean, did you think this about post traumatic sneeze? This is post traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> Right, no, it's still, it still works a treat, though. Oh, yeah. Guys, isn't it funny that in our entire conversation, none of us have actually been paying attention? We've all been thinking of puns. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Did you yeah. think of post traumatic sneeze disorder no, as well? No, I didn't. I didn't. I've broken my right arm three times. Have you? No way. As a kid? As a kid? Yeah. Man. Yeah. Come on. Both bones, same place every time. Oh. First time was playing hide and go seek. I've not just remembered. There's a, there, I'll come on to it. I'll come on to it. But you go on. You go on. Go go go. Write it down. Yeah. yeah. See, that's why you have a note. That's why you have a notepad. You write it down. Rob. Barry's the producer. Barry, can you write that down? I had a thought and try to remember it. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Uh, <laughs> I haven't got a pen. Do you want to say a key word? Uh, Mark. <laughs> remind me that. That's his name. That's his name. The guy's name. My sister's chasing me. Um, at, we're at our friend's house. She's got a little stead, set of stairs that lead up to her front door, and it's just like a little. A uh, balcony, not not even big enough for a balcony. What we would call a porch, not what you would call a porch. I'm yeah? going to give you a word for it. I'm going to give you a word for it now. Mm-hmm. Because when I was growing up, we had a caravan in Pembrokeshire, not too far from where we find ourselves today. And our caravan mm-hmm. had three steps up to a little platform by, to get mm-hmm. in the front door. Mm-hmm. And we called that the veranda. <laughs> <laughs> And I was only thinking about that the other day. I was thinking, why do we call that the veranda? Such a posh word for somewhere where you could literally stand to open the door. (laughs) So I'm on the veranda. I climb over the railing. I look back to see my sister. She doesn't touch me, but she goes, boom. And I fall (gasps) off. It's only about a metre and a half, about maybe three foot. And I fell onto my arm and I got a green stick fracture. And then, this is a weird memory, uh, someone from across the road, I'm from a town of like 1,500 people. I'm from like small town Australia, small beach town. Someone from across the road scooped me up and walked me in their arms back home down the road. <laughs> I still don't know who that is. My mum does. Oh my God. But in my head every time she tells me, I erase it and it's just like this 
you know, benevolent stranger. I'm like, who was that mystery oh, man? It's like, that's it's so Gary. heroic. Zora's there. I don't know why you get so <laughs> romantic about it. He always picks you up, even when you don't want him to. <laughs> yes, that's right. Too. He's a town pervert. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Second occasion. Tell me you're on the veranda again. Oh. Your sister goes boo again. <laughs> so next day, your no. sister goes boo. Better. Oh. What happened it's sports day at high school, but it's raining. Yeah. Wow. I did jazz ballet, obviously. I have very jazz ballet vibes. <laughs> um, I've got, I give off leotard energy, you know? Yeah, so, you do. So um, we're in the room practising our dance, but the boys who usually play like cricket or basketball also are inside, but they're in the class next door. So they come into our class. I've got a crush on one of the boys. I've already asked him oh. out seven, maybe 12 times. And he said no, <laughs> very kindly, um, and didn't ask me to stop asking him. So I didn't. Um, <laughs> anyway, he did that thing where you stand on a chair, you put your foot on the base and you put your other foot on the back of the chair and you push oh, forward God. and you like oh, step yeah, over yeah. it. God. Yeah, like summon out of a musical or singing in the yeah. rain. Or yeah. He did that. And my understanding was how you get boys to like you is not flirt, wear makeup, wear short skirts, is to be aggressively funny and competitive and try to humiliate yeah. them in front of their friends. Absolutely. Um, it, went, it went very well, as you can imagine. So I said, <laughs> I could do that. So I did it. No problems. Of course I could do that. I could do anything that a boy could do. Um, and then he did it backwards. And at the end, he was like, whoa, like got a bit back, of the... Backwards. So he... What? Got Hang on, I can't even end. understand it so jazz. This is so jazz, I can't <laughs> even understand it. I, can, I get him. He runs up to a chair. He puts one foot on it, one foot on the top of the back run. of it. Down the chair goes. I get that. I've seen that move. But you're saying that he then just yes. reversed it and put his back foot back on the back and then he went wow. back up. Wow. So he does that. He gets, he like gets a bit wobbly and I'm being... <gasps> The lady that I am said, oh, you pussy, I could do that. Um, we're married now. And uh, so I did Are you? it. Are you I, married now? No, absolutely not. Oh. I am married but not to him. <laughs> oh, gut him. <laughs> yeah. My husband was barely at high school when I was at high school, so he's six years ah. younger than me. So if... Oh, we're 13. I'm 13 years younger than Rod. All right, darling. I wasn't even alive when Rod was in high school. (gasps) Yeah. Sean keep Sean keeps oh, saying things like, "Do you yum. remember? Do you remember the? Uh, do you remember things like? Do you remember the Spice Girls? I was ten when this came out. I was like, I was thirty-eight. <laughs> Jesus Great. Christ! Yeah, we've got nothing oh, in God. common. Nothing. We have nothing in common. No. We we're, we're like one of those couples who got together after a massive war <laughs> because what? there was no men left. Oh, <laughs> no men of marrying Fuck age. That is, that's nice, that is, isn't it? That's nice to know that you married me he because I was the only thing left after war. Yeah, I've got to settle yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything broken that I can marry? You, okay, in the wheelchair. Come here. Yeah. Right, it's been a massive war. What's left? Right, you over there. What's left? You. You (laughs) You over there by the bunker. What do you call your husband? Leftovers. I call him leftovers. I I wouldn't call it the spoils. Yeah. 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 So. Yes, love. So you did I do the step down. Right. So I do the step down. I lose my footing. My front arm goes snap on the chair. And it's what oh they God. call basically a heartbeat break. 
So it goes across, oh. it comes down, it goes back up, no. and then it goes across again. The two oh. bones snapped. And then I had to walk out to the ambulance and all of my school year were hanging out the windows going, oh, oh. your unco, which means uncoordinated. So I'm walking along with a broken no. arm. That's like so Australian. A bunch of gas. Yeah, they're like, oh, oh your unco. Yeah, that it's is the brutal. most absolutely bizarre so, heckle I've ever heard from a school child. That Uncoordinated. So, that's so Australian. That would not have happened in our school. Yeah, it is, isn't it? That would not have happened yeah, in our school. They'd have chosen a much more childish dumb. word. Yeah. The third time, I was in the musical Oliver at the Gosford Musical Society. We were on a lunch wow. break, and I was about to do a round off. A round off is a double-handed cartwheel where you you can only do them when you're young. Then you get hips and your bones go. I'm no, I don't bend that way. Um, where you run, and instead of going one hand, one hand, and go over like a cartwheel, you go two hands at the same time, and you sort of spring off. So right. uh, it was like grease. So there was people lined up on both sides. I was in oh full Dickensian wear. <laughs> and I ran up, I went to do a round off and one of the guys in the line went, whoo, and went to scare me and I said, don't do that because I'll hurt myself. And so he ran up again and went to put my two hands down. I saw his little foot come out and I just looked up and heard click and in the same two places where six months ago I'd broken my arms, uh, they came undone again. Uh, and so what a twat. Umpapa, umpapa, that's how it goes. Um, who, did you play, who did you play in Oliver? <laughs> Beth. Who was uh, Nancy's Ooh. friend? Nancy's, Nancy's friend. Yeah, yeah Nancy's daughter, Nancy's friend. She's not in the movie. Another woman erased from a storyline. Yeah. yeah, that's probably one of the smallest parts in history. That was Mr. Bumble or Beth? <laughs> no, Beth. Did you? Was, did no, you? No, play I, was, Mr. I wanted Bumble? to be Fagan, but they 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 told me I was too oh. fat. Well, he, I mean, he doesn't Sorry. eat a lot, does he? He's a pickpocket. <laughs> I know. I want to be fake, and then and they're like, "No, you're not. You you're not fake." You can't have a very well-fed street rat. That's not how it works. No, no, no. apparently <laughs> not. So he kept getting his hands stuck in people's be, pockets. I wanted to be, be Bugsy Malone or Fat Sam. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Can you help me get my hand out your pocket? <laughs> oh, Bowser! <laughs> oh my god! And can I have your flapjack while we're here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I was going to tell you about. Uh, you have to bleep the name. You have to bleep the name. But I remembered. Mark, Mark, this kid in my school. Bleep the name. This kid in my school got because when you said you broke your arm three times, he, he he got run over three times in exactly the same place outside. Three times in, in primary school. What, by a car? Broke the same leg. Got hit by three different cars. Different cars. One. <laughs> <laughs> between between JD Cogan's right in, in La- this on is Lava on Street Li- no Little Water Street right okay on Little Water Street <laughs> between oh my God, I I was walking home three different occasions. I I, arri- I walked round a corner to see in the same spot an ambulance and police car and stuff, no and on the floor the same kid <laughs> crossing the same road on three separate occasions. No way. Over a period of two years. Three. That's insane. <laughs> and he broke the same every time. What and he was crossing the road between. He was well. Well, uh, the jury's out. I don't know because the only things on either side of the road were these three things. So work out which one of these. There was the Kuang Yik Chinese takeaway, which wasn't even open in the day. Lovely Chinese. Lovely Chinese. Oh. Not open in the day. 
Number two was J.D. Cogan's, which <laughs> sold panini stickers and sweets and stuff, yeah. and newsagents. So it could have been he was tend, trying to get it. Yeah, you didn't tend to think of anything else when, J, when that <coughs> no. was in your Either own. that, or he was trying to get to Bernard Reese Photographic, which, which was a... <laughs> But all of our family portraits are taken <laughs> in soft focus. Maybe he was rushing across to have a soft focus photo to put in the window in a frame of in the window him, of the photographer. Of him on an Afghan rug in front of a bookcase. <laughs> yeah. so, with his head on yeah. his hands. <laughs> laying, laying on his front with his head in his hands. Soft focus, just some Vaseline yeah. on the lens. We've all, oh. we've all got them. I've got one there. Darling, so, look. I've got a family one yeah, there. Absolutely. Do you want to pick? Look at my family. One from oh, Bernard Reese. You're not going to believe this. Please hold it up. You're not going to believe uh, this. That's Sean's family. <laughs> just for a bit of detail, that's ah. Bernard Reese. That's Bernard Reese photographic. <laughs> That is from the We've all got room. them from this. <laughs> oh, it is. Yeah. Brilliant. And guys, oh. this was in this was in the oh. window. For ages. So everyone who passed that shop were like Sean's family. <laughs> and everyone knows each other. It's humiliating. So maybe he was trying to get there in a hell of a run. Yeah. Three times hit by a car, Let's run over, the socials. Yeah, yeah. broken leg, three separate That's... occasions. Same kid, different car, different driver. Everything. What happened? After, at the third one, so... did someone sit him down? <laughs> <laughs> well, he couldn't sit down. <laughs> but you know what I mean? <laughs> Did they have to have a policeman in? So listen, spot. I mate. Can picture it as clear <laughs> as possible. Putting a zebra spot. crossing. Nobody else got knocked over. It was just can him. Can somebody go to the shop with Mark? <laughs> 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 Jesus. Yeah. What, what's he doing now? Uh, I is don't he, know. Is he all right? Know. I don't know. I don't, An Olympic walker. Yeah. <laughs> right, wow, okay. Guys. Now then, let's have story number two. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Wisdom story number two. Oh. Shop tells customers What's to stop being with. What's the point? <laughs> Everything is a waste of time after that story. We can't Everything. <laughs> Shop tells customers to stop paying with sweaty cash stored in bras. Fair enough. Right. A businessman. <laughs> 
a businessman is this was I mean it shows how topical this is there's a heat wave when this story came out <laughs> Our, our so strapline is yes. Uh, yeah, our strapline is yesterday's non-news strap today. Strapline. Uh, strapline for our strapline. Yeah. Uh, yesterday's this non-news. This one's the summer of 1976. <laughs> <laughs> it does. This is bras during heat wave. Uh, a businessman is taking a stand against unorthodox cash carrying habits as the scorching weather continues. Oh, <laughs> Flipping out. We're recording this in absolutely pissing ever, rain in October. Have you ever carried cash in your bra, Felicity? Do people do that? A yeah, sometimes. Times, yeah, I've done that a couple of times. Do you on know why? Because we don't have pockets on. on our fucking clothes. We don't have pockets. Yeah. We, why why don't you have pockets on your fucking clothes? Because we used to carry a... Vi- because of the patriarchy. It's big news. Yeah, everyone knows It's big this. news when women's trousers have pockets. A lot of yeah, our pockets when, have something that looks like a pocket sewn into them, but it's not actually a pocket. And it's not. So it's someone a told me the other pocket. day that Adidas don't make a... Uh, there's lots of sportswear that they don't put pockets into because it's more profitable because they know that women will buy like a bum bag or another accessory because they used to not. That's insane. Whereas men's, um, men's sportswear have it, pockets in them <clears throat> so they can carry a phone or whatever. But why, why would also, we not buy bum ruins, bags and accessories? I didn't, re- I didn't know that. It also ruins the line, the to. outline of a woman's body has to look smooth. And also apparently it's because of suffragettes used to carry weapons in, in, and they, so they didn't give them any pockets in case they would like get out of thing. That's why they started using hat pins as weapons. And that's why it badges and stuff because it had a big pin on it. And so you just put one in your hat in the front. It's really fascinating yeah, very, if you look into it. Very villanelle, isn't it? It, it is, is, yeah, yeah it no. is. Why do they put, I mean, not, I don't want to get... I mean, I'm, this Every is going to sound sexist, Every... right? But why have they got pockets on the front of an apron? Don't want to get weighed down by... <laughs> <laughs> you don't wear an apron. Why do they put pockets on the front that... of an apron? You don't wear an apron outdoors. Cause... No, but you wear it around kitchen utensils and, then... and knives and things. Yeah, but you don't need to hide those. Yeah, they're happy for us to be in the kitchen, but they don't want us to be industrious and utilised outside of the house. I do. Thanks, Barry. It's so that you couldn't carry your own money. You have to have somebody else paying for shit. Ah, that's why we put it in our bra yeah (laughs) yeah right well (laughs) well this is a i tell you what and i thought this story was going to be a waste of time no sir it's no madam but every time i get a dress that looks nice (laughs) that has pockets with it we all we all tweet about it we all go guys i found a dress with pockets in it fucking hell and we all buy it yeah (laughs) Uh, i mean i'm only gonna ask you this once is that true yes right it is. I yes. found a really popsy, popsy dresses have pockets in and everyone knows about them. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. God, I didn't know that. But look, if you Google it, there's lots of different theories behind it, but it, most of it is about inhibiting women. Whether I'm not Googling women's, women's pockets. I didn't say women's sticky pocket. <laughs> <laughs> no, nor did I. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't actually. Um, I'm wearing my grandfather's shirt because it has pockets in it. Because it's handy. Mm-hmm. I can keep mask, tissue, whatever. You know what I, I mean? I know what pockets are for. It's all right. Yeah, I'm no, a, I'm a I know man. you do, entitled man. <laughs> Do you know, <laughs> I cannot believe that we don't have pockets on the inside of our jacket. That one infuriates me. It's like, insane, I'll go, isn't it? My husband will go, hey, can you see if there's a, a wallet in my pocket, in my jacket? And I'll like, I'm like, no. And he's like, check on the inside. I'm like, you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we've established that, that pockets in one way and another, in several different ways, are sort of part of the patriarchy, right? They're, they're, they're mm-hmm. an oppressive... Uh, what would you call them? Well, omitting them is oppressive. So omitting them yeah. is a is an yeah part of oppression. 
part of the patriarchal system. Mm-hmm. Okay. A businessman is taking a stand against uh, this about people. <laughs> Bedding salesman Michael Flynn, better known as Mattress Mick. <laughs> yeah. Issued the unexpected notice on Facebook. It seems the rise in temperatures, combined with many women's outfits, not including pockets, has caused some issues. The Dublin legend, that's Mattress Mick, uh, left people in stitches. As he, said, <laughs> as he said, the store wouldn't accept cash that had been stored in customers' bras. Right. The bedding mogul and reality star. Oh, okay. How do they know it's been stored in a bra, though, unless you're whopping them out on the counter? Like, I would I usually think... just discreetly <laughs> take it out. <laughs> there's, the, there's the sign. When I enter or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the sign say? <laughs> no bra money. No bra money. <laughs> <laughs> it's still legal tender, baby. Get yourself an antiseptic hand wipe and get over it. It says underneath, it says no bra money in big capitals underlined. Due, due to increasing temperatures and for our own personal safety, is we that... will not be accepting bra money. Safety. Is that why they've made new paper waterproof? You know, like new notes. Oh, no, that's an Australian. Uh... Yeah, we've had plastic why? money for decades. Is it because, like, women were going up to the counter and they could five would just tear apart? No, it is why. I think it is why. It must be. That's why you had them first in Australia, because you've got sweatier tits than Sweaty we've got. cleavage. <laughs> We do yes. have sweaty tits. <laughs> that's, that's, that's science. In your, in your climate, your tits are much clammier, I, I've noticed. It, especially up in the north. How can you tell? You've noticed, have you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rod's been... Uh... He just does a little hand test. <laughs> oh, especially up in the northern I, territory in Queensland, am... humid, the humidity is terrible. I had a, uh, a dress that fit me very snugly, and I thought, you mm. know what? This holds me in. And I thought, I think I can get away without wearing a bra in this dress. Sham, I believe that you are also um, uh, sturdy when it comes to um, the front bum. No, the front bum is a different thing, isn't it? Um, (laughs) Chesticles, is that there? Anyway. (laughs) So I decide to not wear a bra and I wear this dress and it's holding me in, but then I realise it was a very warm summer here the under tit sweat was like nothing <laughs> I had known. Yeah. It was all over my stomach. I'm oh, like, oh, this is why you wear a bra. Yeah. It's not yeah. for support. Yeah. It's a towel. No. It's so bad. It's so bad. Your checkbook. <laughs> so bad. Your checkbook kept falling out. <laughs> no, your checkbook was in bits, just like paper mache. Your checkbook came apart like a wet paper bag. <laughs> my checkbook. <laughs> Well, I was in my pocket, so. <laughs> okay, so this is the story, right? Yes. They put a sign up saying no bra money for our personal safety. Is that right? It says, please keep uh, keep your euro notes because, of course, this is Ireland in your right. purse or handbag at all times. Yours, mattress Mick. Customers <laughs> seem to take it well, although one baffled woman asked, "Who would be wearing a bra in this weather?" <laughs> No, no, no. We have to back up. A man selling mattresses has said, I don't want any cash taken from your bra. So who is buying a mattress (laughs) with cash that they have kept in their bras? Like, isn't a mattress about £500? Well, usually you keep your cash in your mattress. (laughs) (laughs) They've got to buy a mattress to put their cash under. 
That's what's yeah. going on. Who is going up That's to the what's counter? Going on. Who's going up to the counter with like going, right, now then, one, two, three, four. I think Felicity has put, That's absolutely insane. nailed it. People are going in with like 500 quid in cash underneath their, in, in their bra and going, I've got to, I need, I need somewhere to fucking put this. It's better than my bra. I'll buy a but mattress and put it under there. If I put 500 pounds cash, <laughs> coins. <Yeah. laughs> it's empty like, under the counter. Like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> but I also understand like, if you don't want to carry 500 pounds in cash in your wallet because you're yeah, afraid your, your bag will get stolen or, you, or you, you know, or Barry will take it yeah. out of your pocket. Um, <laughs> Not with my sausage fingers. No, no. <laughs> Can't get in there. Barry, I seem to have a, like a really fat hand in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. I wasn't allowed to play it. Because <laughs> I was too I mean, I mean, just out of interest, oh. Barry. Who did you play then? Because it's Victorian England, isn't it? Isn't everybody fairly slight in that? Uh... Mr. Bumble. Oh, Mr. Bumble. I don't know it well enough. Mr. Bumble no, Mr. is Bumble, that, uh, sort who, of uh... who Harry Seacombe. Harry Seacombe oh, played yes. in the film. Right. Okay. That's right. Runs the workhouse. One boy, boy for sale. Him. <laughs> Oliver. Oliver. Him. Wow, Oliver for has a boy wanted more. Oliver. <laughs> Oliver. Amazing. It all comes flowing one. back. As long as he needs <laughs> me. I, <laughs> I know where yeah. I should be. Oh, yeah, the, the Cockney. In oh, spite oh, of on. what <laughs> I see. We, we had a music teacher called Miss Wilson um, who was, uh, she was Lancastrian. She, she was quite posh, but she was, she was from, she was from Lancashire, but she was very posh like this. And I always remember she was with all the lads doing consider yourself. And she went, no, 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 no. It's like this. <clears throat> when the drinks are on the ass. Ass. <laughs> hey Barry, talking to childhood injuries. Did you have any? Did you have any, Sean? Yeah. What did you have? I was um, doing. I was pretending to do a tightrope uh, whilst naked along the side of a. Oh, bath. hang on. I think we can see where this is going. Oh God, yeah. It was so obvious. Yeah. A oh, tightrope no. along the side of a bath oh, no. whilst naked. No. Before my bath. No. And I fell. No. And it went. Everything went no. cold. Everything went cold. <laughs> like from there all the way up. My mum was whoa, outside whoa, whoa. going, are you all right? Can I just check? You mm-hmm. were doing a tightrope walk naked and you fell with legs either side of the tightrope. Yeah. I have so many questions, I can't ask any of them. <laughs> I just yeah, wanted same. to be a tightrope. I can't ask any of them. You ask them, Fliss. You'll be all right. The question is, uh, <laughs> how rope burned were you? Was there any lasting damage? I d- probably. I don't I mean, know. I mean, I can answer that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was mine. That was my main. Oh my one. god! Yeah. But what was the injury? I don't know. I mean, medically, what it was... went cold. Yeah. Everything went cold, and yeah. I didn't tell anyone because I thought I'm going to get into so what, much. Until trouble. now, <laughs> no, I didn't tell my parents. I just dealt with it, and, oh. my, and then I had. A, do you know what I mean? How yeah. wide was the rope? That was my other question. You no should have rope. asked Felicity. It was a bath. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh! I misunderstood. I thought you were you were, you were walking along the side of the bar, pretending to be a rope tightrope. Oh, I thought there was a rope. No, darling, I, I was six. Yeah, I think we, we all oh, thought there no. was a rope. No, 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 no. You no. were walking along the edge yeah. of the no, bar. No, yes, oh, I that's pretended worse. to be a tightrope walker. How long that's was your pubic bone bruised for? <laughs> oh, with oh, uh, ceramic. <laughs> Still, yeah. still yeah. is the end. Yeah. Oh, it's still pretty messed up, <laughs> isn't it? 
No complaints for me. <laughs> no complaints for me. There's a mess down there. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't want to go there. I'm love All it. right, it is like take walking. what I can get, Gilbert. <laughs> oh, I'm in no position to turn down a smash badge. Thanks, Captain Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> got to take what oh, you can get. <laughs> Barry, did you have any uh, childhood injuries? You, you must have. Barry must have. I had loads. Um, loads? Um, I was trying to put a finger when I was about two or three. I was trying to put a finger in a p- plug socket. <gasps> my mum saw that to get my attention. She slammed the door, not realising that my other finger was in the hinge. Oh, so I've got one finger that's really oh. weird. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. oh my God, your mum yeah. must have felt like so shit. As you know, I've got bad hands generally. That doesn't help. Yeah, that's but a, that's I've, a I've condition. Also, that doesn't count. Um, I was at the gym yesterday um, uh, and I was watching Mastermind on, on the uh, on the TV screen. Really, just to get you really pumped up. And there was a question yeah. about... This, <laughs> Slow. <laughs> I mean, that is playing in gyms up and down the country, mastermind. <laughs> <laughs> someone's uh, someone's specialised subject was Margaret Thatcher, wow. and uh, and they asked what was the what was the condition she had in her hands, which is the same that I have, and Bill Nye incidentally, no which is Dupatron's contracture, mm. and it was a question on mastermind mm. last night, ah. and I felt like I'm being hurt. <laughs> <laughs> um, Did Margaret Thatcher have it. It's just a genetic condition that makes your fingers oh, go no. It looks really painful. <laughs> Watch your mastermind. <laughs> I've got a Peloton class later to count down. <laughs> but at least that's rapid towards the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds really yeah, slow. Yeah, not that bit. They stop it before that bit. It's just the questions. It's, right, just, it's just uh, putting the numbers up, Rachel Riley. <laughs> now then, okay. So your two frothy stories were doctors doctors flush out woman's ear after complaint and find object from decades ago, which turned out to be the tube that they put the right. someone to do with the grommets. Um, or what was the other story? Oh, sweaty um, bra cash. <laughs> about a uh, shop put up a sign saying no sweaty bra cash, please. I think that's really interesting. Well, that, that did turn out to be yeah, interesting. It's very controversial and yeah. that turned it's uh, sexist. That turned we out to be very interesting. That, yeah. I learned a lot there about, about ladies' ourselves. pockets. The other story is so boring, but it got all of the accident stories rolling. So yes. do we... Yeah, true. Is it true. based no, don't just include the on, on the story no. itself? No. Yeah. Oh, it's strictly the story itself. Then the grommet thing. The grommet's wasting my time then. Grommet's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations, Grommets. Uh, <laughs> you win the Froth of the Week, the uh, Frothiest Story of the Week. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Felicity, for joining us. Uh, Sean Yay! Harris, uh, Barry Castanot. Wait, Felicity, what are you thank up to you at the moment? Me. Do you want to plug stuff? Where can people find you? You can go to my website, which I don't update. Um, you can catch me on <laughs> Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, which is all at Felicity Ward. Or if you happen to be in the US, um, I am in a drama series called Wakefield, which is on Showtime, and it's um, oh, that's yeah, exciting it's in America at the moment. Will that be coming to UK audiences? I hope so. I mean, the lead guy is British. It's produced or distributed by BBC Studios, and yet has not been bought by the UK yet. I do not know. What, don't know why. Wow. It's set in a psychiatric hospital. It's about a psychiatric nurse who loses his mind over the course of the series. It is. I even though I'm in it, it is an amazing show. I sobbed wow. at the end of it. Even I sobbed really? my eyes out. It's just beautiful. It's What's it called beautiful. again? It's called Wakefield, like the northern town, Wakefield. which people keep reminding right. me. Are you doing stand-up or comedy at the moment? Yeah, no, I'm doing live stand-up. I've, I've actually got three work in progresses coming up at Soho Theatre um, on top of like just gigging around the country as well. So I will, I, okay. I will do it today. I'll update my website today. But I'm, I'm doing work so- in progresses for my next shows at uh, Soho Theatre. 
in November. Saw so Theatre in Dean Street in Soho in London, of course. Wonderful theatre, so you can catch Felicity there. Thanks so much for joining us, Felicity. Thank you so much, love. It's a joy. A delight. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Remember, you can find us at the Froth Podcast and our YouTube channel where you'll get extra Froth content. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate us at five stars and spread the word if you enjoyed it. This podcast was a Plan Bobble Vision production produced by Barry Castagnola at Russell Up Productions. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.